0: What's up, designers and decorators? It's Timothy. I hope everyone is doing safe. I hope you're fantastic. I hope you are safe. I hope you're healthy. I hope you are smiling right now. So I'm going to jump into it. I apologize for not launching any episode in quite some time. I kind of took a sabbatical. There was so much happening. I didn't expect Indima to be as... Uh, popular as it is, which is fantastic, I'll I'll never take that away. You know, then there's the focus of developing it further and releasing more features for designers, and then personal life, and then COVID, and then more personal life stuff, and then more Endema stuff, and then every single time I actually sat down to be able to do an episode, it was like something came up. So (laughs) I'm finally designating some time to, to do this episode, and I'm really excited because I haven't spoken to you guys in so long and there's like so much in my brain and there's so much that needs to be said. So without further ado, what is new with me? I would say I'm actually uploading some stuff to the store. Um, I recently just uploaded, if you hadn't seen it, a 21, wow, 2021 full year social media calendar for social, uh, for social, uh, for Instagram and Facebook. What this is, 365 topics or titles for your social media, for Instagram and Facebook. So for example, like one of them is, you know, um, knowledge. And it's about like teaching your clients about stuff, about our industry, and kind of raising awareness about certain things, whether that is pros and cons of you know porcelain versus ceramic or stuff like that and then the best part about it is if there's stuff like that then i actually provide a link uh for quick knowledge um on stuff like that so i'll provide a sample or example and then i provided a link in the notes section for it so it is up on the store now go grab it and then i also just today like right before doing this uploaded a contract template so i took the time to explain every single clause and then i provided um a word document that you can completely edit of the contract. So it's a two-parter. Definitely go look at it, no obligation to purchase. And then I'm throwing up some other free stuff. There's gonna be checklists that are coming up on the store too, so double check that. Um, I believe there's gonna be dining room, living room, kitchen, but it's really a checklist to make sure you're getting everything, like area rug for the living room, side chairs, uh, coffee table, just like a list of everything that you could put in the living room just that way you can keep yourself organized on that. And then I'm going to throw up some other shit that's for free. So keep an eye out for those on the store. Let's jump into this because I want to talk about COVID. And obviously, this is a huge topic. But I'm going to talk about some uh, some ways that COVID will impact the, the future of the design industry. And also, because of the amount of times I've been talking to designers, I really wanted to stress the fact that you have to change your business based on the times that, that are happening right now and what's going on. You can't sit on your ass and just expect like, oh, okay, you know, I'm a traditional designer, I go see my clients face to face, and I'm not going to change anything. Like, are you are, are you going to get business that way? No, you're probably not. So uh, we're going to talk about some of the ways that I've changed in, in my design firm. So that way, you can kind of like take that and run with it. Uh, maybe it'll spark some ideas in your head about uh, what you can add or take away in your business. So first and foremost is service development. Wow, so you have to change this. You can't sit there and just keep on doing, you know, face-to-face. You have to understand that your clients want to be safe. You want to be safe. Um, So changing your service is not offering new things. I mean, it is, but we're talking also about ways that you can keep your distance while still serving your clients. And one of those ways is using Zoom or FaceTime or Google Meet and being able to meet your clients on, at least on the first console through video chat. The good thing is that your clients will have a bigger schedule and you'll have a bigger uh, availability for your clients because you don't have to be Uh, You don't have to drive there. and You don't have to spend time at the physical location. So you can kind of control that Um, The other good thing about it really is that you're on video So you don't have to worry about social distancing. You don't have to worry about putting yourself and your clients at risk So a simple change like that will show your clients that you truly care about their health and safety and their well-being And not only them, but their family and and also your family and I think that's really important next up is pricing so I will tell you this be really careful don't don't just throw your pricing away because you think that oh it's a pandemic people aren't going to want to pay if anything it's a great time to slightly raise your prices People are at home now, a lot more so than before, and so uh, they're not going out, they're not spending money on eating, and and a lot of people do want to invest in their home, and I think that that's what you need to monetize on, just saying that this is more an investment rather than you just making your space look pretty. Pricing should not uh, change much, to be honest with you. You're still providing the professional service. The only thing that's changed with that is the fact that you're not physically going to the client's house, and if you still are, great then that's even more reason to not change your prices. But um, even if you're offering e-design um, or changing your, your uh, services to offer e-design, you should still charge what is fair for your knowledge, expertise, and really what your client is, is paying you for is, is for that. So I don't think you should change your prices just because there's a pandemic. I think it is an opportunity to monetize on that a little bit just because of the fact that it's more convenient for your clients to actually hire you. Client spending is another thing too. So, uh, point three is post pandemic consumption looks hopeful to uh, financial Jared Miller. So, I, I was reading an article and he spearheaded many design firms through the 2008 financial crisis. And he said interior design is a discretionary item, something easy to put on hold. But as soon as there's some certainty, and in this case, certainty means the sense that there's a vaccine, things will start to calm down, and people will start to, to you know, do more design. They always do. And so he says they they he anticipates a pent up demand uh, for design services where people have been home cooked up uh, in their house for so long, and they're so sick of it that when they go back to work, they come back to like what they were just stuck in for months and months and months. And that's going to cause a surge in the industry. And I'm really hoping that that's the case. But you're going to have to also manage that, too. Don't be a designer where you're going to stretch yourself thin and just take every single project possible. I would definitely take this opportunity to look at the past before COVID and really understand who your client is, what you want your client to be like, and then take that through to past, you know, after COVID and make sure that you're not going to stretch yourself thin and just take anyone you you want to take. Next up is color trends. So in order for a color to gain traction and popularity, it first has to articulate, um, uh, sorry, accurately accurately reflect your client's attitude. So one thing I can say is the pandemic has understandably um, spurred a feeling of unrest, grief, anxiety, among a lot of people who are have been stuck in their house. So take this opportunity to maybe offer color consult service to change the color of your, of your client's homes and really reflect the change in time. And um, just color alone can truly change the environment of your client's house. So definitely offer and look into being able to learn about the psychology of color, how color actually affects us as humans, and then utilize that to help your clients be more active and uh, well proactive in their office, their home office, and uh, really their home in general. Next up is studio operations. This has changed a lot for me. In day-to-day internal activities, design firms will lean on their coworkers and community. In this brave new world, we'll see that the skills and abilities design affords to us empathy, curiosity, patience, common sense are really crucial, uh, even more so than ever. But designers who recently started uh, their own firms, like new designers, they're becoming more self-reliant. and. Um, the the biggest challenge, I think, is fear amongst new designers, the fear that, oh, this is a pandemic, things are going to be really difficult for me, and stuff like that. So I feel like you shouldn't be fearful. I think that because there is this change in time, it really gives you an opportunity to offer something unique that hasn't been offered before. Um, To keep that in mind and, and really truly think about that. The other thing I wanted to touch base on really is uh, communication strategy, but we kind of touched on that a little earlier because we're talking about uh, Zoom meetings and emails and stuff like that, but being able to take this to a whole uh, different level too is going through the job walk with the client on FaceTime and stuff like that. What I've actually done too uh, during COVID was I bought a 360 camera. And there's a platform I will put in the description that basically does 3D walkthrough of a project site. And so instead of meeting my clients in person all the time, because they don't even live at the house, most of the time I do a lot of kitchen renovations and they just wanna be somewhere else during that time. So I'll actually use a 360 camera, 3D walkthrough, um, and incrementally upload uh, the walkthrough to the client so the clients can actually walk through the project site during that so tweaking ways like that uh the 3d rendering thing wasn't expensive i think i pay 100 bucks a month and then the camera itself was like 350 so it's a small investment but think about it if you are able to show your clients the house without having to physically meet them um that's phenomenal and showing them different parts of the project and different phases and and stuff like that so definitely check into that definitely check into how you can utilize your your console through Zoom or video and how you can really make that personal for your clients and changing kind of the way you're 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 currently in your little bubble in a sense of um, communication with your client. I know it's been really difficult I think one thing we need to do is kind of take a step back and really understand what's happening and really try to figure out how you can change or manipulate your business to work with those times That will make it easier for your clients to trust you and and be able to work with you. Thanks so much for listening. Um, Again, check out the store. There's a lot of new stuff on there. Uh, Definitely reach out if you need help. I love you guys so much. And Please be safe. Thanks so much. Take care.